Oh, hello again. Are you ready for more lore and backstory now that we have completed our first major quest? It feels so great to get into these characters and be in the moment for these big scenes. Nothing like a good roleplay session to really get you fired up. Going into this campaign, Justin let me know what level of connection that Lenara would have to Van Richten. So when I was talking about needing to steady my shaking hand, that was just as much the actor as the character. Because our DM developed such a great little setup for being able to heal him. After almost making me break down and cry in the asylum after coming across a broken Rudolph, it felt so good to finally be able to fix him. I cannot wait to see what the next chapter brings for us. We have come so far since the Blue Dolphin, and as we encounter ever more powerful and evil foes, I feel we finally get to walk where we want to instead of running where we have to. Or fleeing. We have done a lot of fleeing. After achieving this milestone, I just want to thank all of you on both sides of the microphones. Thanks to the gang for putting together such a fun story we all get to be a part of. I have a regular at my bartending job that is hooked now and love the eagle sleeping bag trick. Shout out to you, Cole. Even my sister, who has never rolled a dice besides a d6 in Monopoly in her life, is now caught up. Luckily, she hasn't tried to steal any spoilers from me yet. I also want to thank those of you who I don't even know exist. Thanks, Schrodinger's listener. All of this makes it so worth blacking out my rather empty social calendar for our game sessions. And if we can bring that joy to anyone beyond our table, well, it partially validates the hours of work Justin does a week. So grab a plate filled with cooked carrots and get ready for more buckets of lore in episode 62 of What the Fumble, Mystery Inc. guys think of a group name yet i know you've at this point you must have at least like laid there in your bed at night thinking what should my DD group name be i mean we've only been at it for 60 episodes it's not like we we, we still have time you're on like 62 i jesus think jesus christ yeah. jesus yep yeah, well, I mean, like, last week we ended up hitting thematically a lot of things like Bloodlines were the second, you know, generation of adventures, technically, and we're kind of, I don't know, some kind of vanguard in the mists. I don't know. We're, we're, like, on the edge of something, and there's something in, somewhere prattling around in my brain of a name that, that would fit, but I can't just... Megadeth. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Megadeth. Yeah. yeah. I'm really glad you picked up on the... Uh, Kind of like the second generation of, of adventures yeah. thing, because it make mm-hmm. I, I think it's kind of cool. I'm glad you picked up on that. Yeah, yeah. So like the fact that we're second generation, there's and now with this hour of ascension and powerful bloodlines and you know the mists and how they act and our connection to them. I don't know. There's there's something there. I just can't pick it out. As far as Slash concerned, it's you know Van Richten's cheer squad and Slash like mm-hmm. <laughs> feet Slash.
<laughs> just do the yeah during the course. Oh my god! <laughs> oh right, because he only spoke in word. <laughs> right, he's like the the rapper they bring in on every pop song. You are our DJ Khaled. Oh my god, another one. <laughs> oh no, Colin! Come on, I know you uh, have some horrible ones banked that you're not willing to say out loud. So say them out okay, loud. Okay, all right, fine, fine. Uh, well, I mean, just a, a small, serious one, um, on the, just, like, kind of what I was getting at last episode, where it's, like, it's the people willing to fight the, like, to fight the good fight against this giant prophecy. Like, the Shadowborn were the ones, basically, that were prophesied to do that, and I think that, like, adapting that moniker, um, would... Like even if we aren't, we ourselves aren't shadowborn. That would sort of like, I don't know. Like all of the bad people trying to do bad things know about the shadowborn, and if they and if they see that there is like people calling themselves shadowborn on the move, then we would be actually setting ourselves up as a foil to them, as opposed to just like the the magical guppies wa- wandering around going to the elf camp. Um, <laughs> also, magical guppies putting it out on the table. Anyone? Shadow Because we started off in the water. That's fair. Most of you are magic. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you have my vote, buddy. <laughs> the magical Excellent. guppies. Oh, my lord. Yeah. Magic guppies. Or um, maybe just Shadowborn, which actually, I like, the, I like the strategy behind it, though. I like that. They might sue. So how about Shade Babies? <laughs> Fair. Okay. Light adopters? <laughs> I was really hoping 50-some episodes ago, there'd be the epiphany moment where we're all like, yep, that's it. And there just hasn't been that thing. And it, like, really, we've been shoved into boxes for one out of two weeks and then another week was mostly going in a mine i don't think all of us who are kind of shoved together are like what should we call ourselves what's going on let's incorporate this it's <laughs> true all right like, so magic guppies in first place right now oh my god Adam, super what, ultimate what you got? dragon power um <laughs> that's another Thanks, one man. on your list yeah super ultimate dragon power yeah i think you're leaning on me a bit too hard there bud <laughs> we haven't lost yet we're the second generation wins of the father there we go <laughs> no nope. okay no I, actually, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> what if we call it daddy issues the so- second coming oh oh now, I wanted to write three Jesus porns, and that was the second one. The third was the horny trinity. Oh, my God. The first was nailed to the cross. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Sorry for that tangent. Those are not any... Coming any... to the What the Fumble Only fans this fall. <laughs> <laughs> That's our stretch goal. Yeah. Yikes. Maybe Yikes. don't call it a stretch goal. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, magical no. guppies sounding better and better by the minute. Right? Slash Sentai Force. I don't know. <laughs> That's just dumb. I'm just kidding. It's great. Let's go with that. Well, I mean, we we do have, like, 
a lot of power with us and we're like trekking through the mists we're almost like a group of rangers at this point don't do it don't do it no because we've got a power like they've never seen before no, I don't know that yeah. one. Wait, oh, wait, that is where the, is Power that? Rangers. Yes. Want to be the Power Rangers. Oh, that's just before the course comes in. Oh, gosh. Right. I keep forgetting you guys don't watch kids TV. I only know the <laughs> Go Go Power Rangers. Ooh, Repeat ooh, ooh, times ooh. four Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Right? <laughs> you and everybody else, Adam. Did you think we were going to get the reference by starting <laughs> the song in the beginning? Well, I'm sorry. I I don't like bringing things up in the middle. I mean, to be fair, I did call myself slash Sentai Force, which is kind of the Japanese version of the Power Rangers. So, which is what probably triggered him to say that. So I, I got it from context clues. <laughs> I just wasn't ready to sing along i'm having trouble understanding you through your weebness smiles <laughs> not really sure what you're saying to me from over there oh my lord magic guppies <laughs> magic guppies a work in progress work yeah, in progress still, still a work in progress we'll maybe next there. year we'll get a group name <laughs> <laughs> somewhere around 100 yeah maybe like 123-ish, somewhere in there. That's good. We want to let it sit for a while. Don't want to rush into this, clearly. Don't want to rush it. Uh, Oh, I also have some offensive ones. Okay. Let's Um, uh, play some D&D. You guys want to play (laughs) D&D? Colin was about to haul out his notes, so yeah, let's play some D&D. Let's play (laughs) D&D. D&D, you say? I'm loving every second of the fact that you guys are slowly uncovering more about Slash through these conversations. Um, Jeez, the fact that you like refuse to expose anything about yourself. <laughs> well, it's it. like pulling teeth, man. It's like freaking Rainer on a boat with Lustra. <laughs> guys, don't play D and D. I want to yeah. play D and D. Let's, yeah, let's play some D and D. There we were in the quaint little halfling home of Emilia Wigglebrick. She's just brought you carrots five ways. You've got your boiled diced carrot you've got your chopped like carrot rings glazed in honey baked in the oven for a moment mashed carrot pickled carrot Ooh. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh hell yeah and it's kind of new it's it's fun exciting but a breaded pan fried carrot you've never seen this done before turns out to be delicious my god like panko crust, almost. Yeah, yes. oh. it's panko, panko. Yeah, yeah. You can't just be breadcrumbs. It's got to be panko. You fucking weeb. Seriously, it's <laughs> <laughs> through and through. <laughs> Sorry, Justin. I didn't realize we were just meeting for the first I time. I prefer my breadcrumbs of the Japanese style, please. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Now, excuse um, me while I do a magical girl transformation, and, uh... Actually, wouldn't that be tempura? <laughs> anyway. Okay. <laughs> Can we just read? Let's start over. <laughs> Let's That's start not this the fifth way of over. carrot anymore. It's carrot juice now. <laughs> right. <laughs> so only carrot four ways and a glass of juice. Watered down carrot juice. But it's all delicious. Hmm. And there you are. You've just got a whole big old lore dump, essentially, uh, from Dr. Rudolph Van Richten. You finally healed Dr. Rudolph Van Richten after many, many 
episodes, many months in real life of, of kind of building up to this moment. And he dumped some good old lore on you, found out all kinds of stuff, found out who Claudia DeShane is, kind of found out, or Lenara found out a lot more of kind of the the details of their meeting, of the things he kept from Lenara, essentially more, you know, not with uh, any evil intents, but to protect Lenara from hopefully never knowing too much that the mists come scoop you up kind of thing. We learned the importance of the Shadowborn to an extent. Learned all kinds of stuff. The Hour of Ascension. So many details. And I know that you guys probably have quite a few questions for Dr. Van Richten. We've done the introduction part, kind of. He kind of scratched the surface of uh, letting you guys know all the details he knows. But I'm curious to know what questions you've come up with throughout the week. I know you're all eager to get to a Van Richten Q&A. So what do you guys say? What do you ask of the good doctor here in Amelia Wigglebrick's quaint little home? The plates of carrots all now empty. Oh, Mystery Inc., because we're traveling the mists. And, and ink spelled I-N-K because of the tattoo? Yeah. Hey! Yeah. Sorry. I hate <laughs> it. <laughs> Makes two of us. All right, magic guppies it is. Uh, oof. There's so much. Do you happen to have any mist talismans that could help us lead us back to the material plane? No, oh. unfortunately not. Anything I had is either back in water deep or... Never even made it to the material plane with me. No, he doesn't have any. Because they would have registered, too, when you did your little uh, mm-hmm. your special ability, Lustra. But no, he doesn't have any. And I'm kind of new to this whole mist talisman thing, but do we know even how they're created? Is there a way for us to create one? Uh, not that I know of. No, most mist talismans tend to be objects that originate from the domain of dread that they lead you to as far as what makes a mist talisman at the moment of its creation that i do not know perhaps just being a part of a significant event in that domain at the time i'm I'm truly not sure Hmm. how back in fighting shape uh do you feel she'll uh motion towards a sword cane you know, after a night's rest, do you feel uh, full mistraveling Van Richten, or do you feel still a little achy, sir? He kind of gets up and stretches his legs a little bit, hear a couple cracks and pops. This is, I won't lie to you, though I remember all my skills. I'm simply not as young as I used to be, I suppose. Thanks to all of you, I have my mind back, although... It is constantly plagued by memories of that nightmare I keep having, but my body yet yeah, my body is not what it was. My mind, however, I am in full control of that, I assure you. The nightmare that you have occurred when you met Linara? The first night it occurred was the night previous to the morning I met Linara, yes, correct. She had her dream 
which I believe was intended for me. And directly afterwards, I had the same dream. The only difference is that mine led to this activation of my nightmares, it seems. But yes, I, it is, has always been of my belief that whatever was looking for me, whatever is hunting me so relentlessly, accidentally thought Lenara was me. Easy mistake, considering how much magic, magical energy was buried within her soul. Thought it's just because you're a good dancer. <laughs> so I do do quite the tango. Uh, so our, this nightmare is only recent and consistent. Uh, is there a way you think to excise that from your mind? I have tried everything I am capable of doing myself, and no, I'm afraid not. I've even tried just simple mind exercises... Uh, no, nothing I can do can rid me of these. Even in my waking moments, I find it hard not to stop and think of it constantly. It's been happening, yes, ever since that night that we met Lenara. Although I must admit that ever since my stay in Dominia, they have gotten much more vivid. Now the details of them are impossible not to recognize. Uh, Dr. Heinfroth seems to have really brought them to the surface of my thoughts. I was working under the assumption that your nightmares were something placed inside of your mind by Dr. Heinfroth, but... No, I'm afraid not. They were occurring months before that happened. Heinfroth simply seems to have turned the volume up, if you will. So someone before before you met Lenara, just as you did, was searching for you and wished to either send you a message or do you harm, perhaps distract you from your mission, would... I know you have many enemies, but... When we were leaving Dominia, we came across a a letter um, almost commissioning Dr. Heinfroth to to cripple you as you were. And it was, do you recognize the initials of B.M. or there was, I think, M.R.? Even the handwriting, perhaps. Do you, do you still have it, Lenara? Yes. We will produce the note. Takes a look over this letter that you, uh, I believe you got this off of Adolescent Colin. Sure did. In, oh, yeah. In the seas of Dominia in your escape, Adolescent Colin was headed to Darkon as well to deliver this letter to BM. No, I, well, hold on, let me think. BM, BM, MR. No, nothing, nothing comes to mind at all. Bottleborn mine. The dwarves were in on it the whole time. Seems unlikely. Fair. They had quite the reverence for you, actually. Huh. Unfortunately, many people in these parts do. To be perfectly honest, it would make my work much easier if they didn't. Victim of your own success, ah. 
Slash sort of, you know, cocks an eyebrow at that. So you're saying you desire less help. It would seem that your stature and office would afford you such additional resources that could be potentially useful here. Fame and infamy are rather close. I think it's, yeah, the... It's hard to be clandestine when you're so in the spotlight. Yes, help is uh, something I... I've always been hesitant to ask for. Like you have alluded to, Tisantius, I am hunted by incredibly dark powers. I have made many enemies over the years. And in truth, if any of you did want to help me, it would only be right if I warned you first that Helping me on my quest to discover what's happening here in Darkon will be incredibly dangerous, and I truly can, in good conscience, ask any of you to do so. But help would be appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> what was that you were saying, Tess? It is just a matter of willingness? I think so. I th- honestly, if... You are looking to be better than the gods, or if Goloss's wishes to be better than all of the books, then I think putting the effort in, actually taking action against these forces that are pushing us back and forth and creating all of these horrible things that we have to deal with, I think taking the initiative, being willing being willing to do whatever it takes. Indeed. Who's Galoss? Is there someone else here I haven't met yet? As a exercise, Tess and I have been discussing ways to build trust. Um, I certainly understand, as I'm sure you, a learned man yourself, Van Richten, would know that my kind aren't exactly well trusted. Um, for good reason, I assure you. Yes, because you're untrustworthy. (laughs) (laughs) However, in an effort to elucidate and further illuminate any potential misgivings, I feel it necessary to introduce you perhaps to my counterpart, one who has given me counsel and assistance in the past. Galoss, if you may. Uh, And he's going to try and bring him to the forefront to say hi. A tiny little patch of ink creeps its way up your neck and forms the tattoo of a hand waving. And Van Richten says, oh my. Is that a living tattoo? It most certainly is. How strange little things. You you know about those? I've heard. I've never actually seen one in person. My research indicates that they form a symbiotic relationship with their host, but have the ability to take over the body, get in the driver's seat, if you will. Typically, from what I understand, they only do so when the agenda of their host doesn't align with theirs. So, I suppose the easy question, then, is what is your agenda, Salash? My agenda is, as I have said from the forefront, my style of research is to understand the human condition. 
I want to know what drives people, and this willingness that we have been discussing has been something of great import to my agenda. And once you accomplish that, what will you do with this new knowledge? What is your true goal in the end? Wealth? Revenge? Power? Legacy? Legacy? You want to be remembered? I suppose that is a way of putting it. And in order to do that, you think... You should achieve great things, then. Is that it? That appears to be the most direct way. So power. That is the simple answer, then, isn't it? We have determined that power is not the only way to achieve legacy and to achieve great things. As I've made many reference before, a body is simply... A vessel. When somebody asks who Van Richten is, they do not say an old man with glasses and a cane. They explain your exploits. They talk about your greatness, as I've heard, to quite an extensive amount. Exploits and adventures that I would not have survived if not for the powers that the gods grant me. Slash sharply inhales. Power that the gods grant you, or powers that you grant yourself? Powers that I absolutely am granted by the gods, yes. <laughs> I am but the vessel that the power goes through, I suppose. Sure, I say the verbal components of the spells. I wave my hands in the way they're supposed to be waved. But without the gods behind me, I am nothing. I would disagree. And I think that everyone in this room would disagree with that notion as well. But that's it. Look at me. I have been somehow granted these powers now. Uh, I do much more for all of you with my sorcery than I do with my dance steps. I do more with spells than I do with a dagger. You've also survived the domain of Dominia, the torturing of Dr. Heinfroth, storms, countless encounters against creatures of the domains of dread, and yet stand right here. If you think the gods won't behind you, then it is a good thing you are on a quest for knowledge, because you have quite a bit to learn. Slash rolls his shoulders. I am not unfamiliar with painful lessons and it's certainly i am not above i'm not above knowing that i don't know enough i suppose you could say so legacy perhaps through power perhaps not i will take you at your word it seems as if your living tattoo does not have much to say on the matter but i assume that it is a very similar agenda so be it, though, as far as I'm concerned. Lots of people want power and legacy. So far, your desire has only helped us, it sounds like. I've traveled with many questionable people over the years. To be honest, you've helped us get this far, and I have really no problem with you. I will, however, be keeping an eye on you. Slash, remind me again what you, what Slash was before he joined with you? What sort of book, 
Sorry, what Galas was? Galas was part of a book of Iwanti heritage in a library that I wasn't supposed to be in. A book of ancient bloodlines? I suppose the Iwanti heritage is quite ancient. Tess sort of like squints in Selash's direction and like cocks an eyebrow and just like like that loading bar is like going on. <laughs> it's a very interesting thought. Write that down, Lenara. Yes. <laughs> Goloss, how much do you remember of before you met with Silash? Were you with anyone before? How much knowledge of the book that you were is there? Only silence from Galas. Turns into a tattoo of two shoulders shrugging with a middle finger in between the two shoulders. <laughs> I was really looking forward to the jump back between Galas and Van Richten. Yeah, I know. I think this is the intentional uh, way of communicating here. Slash uh, sort of looks at Tess quizzically. Perhaps that might be what binds me to you. I am unfamiliar myself. I make no secrets of this. Yes, you have said that over and over that you don't you don't know, you don't understand. And I mean honestly, it's probably just your ego that makes you speak as though you know better than everyone else. And honestly, uh I feel like I feel like there is something Gloss is not telling you. Just like you do not tell us everything, I feel like there's something that he's not telling you. And just like your actions are suiting our purposes, if not necessarily completely aligned, the actions we are taking may just be suiting, suiting his purposes, and he is along for the ride until it is the time to strike. What would you like me to say, Tess? Would you like me to say that I'm going to backstab you? Is that what it feels like? Would you like me to say that I am jealous of Van Richten and all of his adoration and skill set that is clearly of his own design? Would you like me to say that I am a failure in this respect? That I am attempting to find ways to understand the human condition and how I myself can have the same kind of clout and fame and legacy involved, where even his name in the bottom of a dwarven mine is still revered? So what would you like me to say, Tess? What would you like me to say? Well, I would like you to answer honestly. Are you jealous? I suppose, yes, this would be the closest thing I would experience to jealousy. Yes, I'm not sure what this exactly is. I am still learning. <laughs> would you prefer to slap me? That seems to get through better. Or perhaps give me a card with a number on it, and maybe I'll know I did a good job. Well? Isn't it willingness that made us heroes, Tess? Am I not displaying willingness? Have I not displayed willingness since Dominia? Since you slapping me? Since you destroying darts over my face? Since I've tried and tried and tried again for your guidance, only to be rebuked each time? I understand I am not the most simple of creatures to get along with. I understand that I'm still learning and that these things can be painful. And in fact, it is exactly this thing that motivates me to be better as I'm sure you have. You took an entire piece of flesh out of your neck to prevent yourself from dying. What am I to do 
when I'm just simply taking the proverbial mental chunk out of my neck. I do this time and time again. I don't ask for anything else. Maybe, yes, I am jealous. Maybe I do want this adoration. Maybe I do want the, it's going to be okay. Because all I've ever been told is that how I look, what I am, and who I will be is all I will ever be. And that I cannot ascend to anything better. This is the only body I have. But I so wish to discard it because it is the only thing that has held me back. That is why I don't like this idea of physicality, why I prefer the idea of a legacy, something that outlasts me. Tess will sort of like cock her head and I'll say, Selash, I, I feel like that is the first time you have been completely open with us. And... <laughs> This is kind of amazing. Well, it certainly doesn't feel good. And then Salash will sort of harumph, <laughs> <laughs> sit down, cross his arms. <laughs> I don't understand why I'm so enamored with these concepts. Experiencing them is absolutely awful. Fuck this personal growth. <laughs> this is bullshit. Personal growth is bullshit. <laughs> My God, I think this is the most human he's ever seen. Oh, he's rather <laughs> feisty when you get him all riled up. Yes, I... Uh, a trait him. that will come in rather handy in a fight against a Dark Lord, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, to change subjects off of that... Um, I mean, it took him long enough, and I don't want to change the subject quite yet, Lustra. I'm very sorry about that, but there's one more thing I want to say to Solash. You could be so much more than you are. You have the potential. You are so busy looking at yourself and at your failings that you do not actually... I don't think that you realize how much you could be. I I think that you are so focused on what people have told you to think about yourself that that's the only thing that you can look at. But whenever we have been in a dangerous situation where you have been forced to look at something that is beyond your nose, you are one of the most powerful of us. And you could be so much more if you were just willing to look at that. Slash stands up, his eyes narrow, and he goes, I know, but that's what you call egoism. It's well said. <laughs> Eloquent, even. <laughs> Effectively, feel it, but don't brag about it. If you want that human experience, feel it and know it for yourself. I mean, you can find that certainty. I mean, you'll have grown and hopefully found what you want. I agree. This is... This makes me distrust you less, Slash. <laughs> Plus, how many times has Lenara brought up that chromatic orb versus an ogre thing? <laughs> 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 like, we've all got a little uh, braggadocio in us, I think. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's know when you're awesome. Don't make it your whole thing. I also occasionally heal, besides kicking ogres' asses. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you didn't say things to um, Lustra's feet 
when they were dangling in a shambling mound, he might be dead now. You have worth and power. Stop. And- I do not know how to handle this right now. I will figure this out. I need to think. Is this, and he looks over to Tess almost like reassuringly, is this where I say thank you? I think... Lustra nods, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose so, and keep forgetting how young you all are. Lustra's still looking at Slash, still nodding yes. <laughs> Thank you. I just think you're, you and Lenara especially, you're at seeing the angles. Maybe just look at things from the angle of what you can do for people. As opposed to wanting everyone to see how great you are. Just just act. Just do it. Just act. Just do it. So, act to pretend, to presume, and then just do it in earnest. I don't know, the double entendre is not lost on me. However... <sighs> I grow tired of this example and these these discussions. This is more than I've talked about myself, frankly, for this entire campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> I have been. <laughs> um, however, clearly there is something to this. Although, much in my own certain way, I feel like I need more time to figure this out. More study, more... Just more information. All I can hope is that when I extend a hand to grab a dart from you, that it's not met with one to my face. (sighs) Fantastic job, Amelia. It's just not a dinner without some awkward family drama. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome, I think. I'm going to go check the garden. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Van Richten's got, like, he's pulled out a chalkboard and he has all, like, these really important keywords written up there, like, (laughs) Hour of Ascension, who is BM, who is MR. He's got, like, a circle that says Dominion and another one that says Darkon, and there's, like, a a red piece of string connecting (laughs) those two things. And he looks over and says, anyway, if you're all done with your feelings and letting everything out... Uh, yeah, I think one thing we should probably mention, I, I'm not sure if we've mentioned it before, but when Merlin ended up uh, leaving, that night the mists jumped by hundreds of feet. There was a reaction the mists had to that. I'm not sure how it's tied in, but I feel like that's something that's worth mentioning. Um, I'm not sure if that's going to give us any more information, but... If the mists are capable of jumping hundreds of feet due to particular people going in and out, it makes me wonder, maybe that could give us information as to the whereabouts of Aslan Rex? Perhaps. uh, The only conclusion I feel is reasonable to jump to, based on that piece of information, is that it further confirms, and maybe he looks at Slash for this next line a little bit, in my opinion, confirms that there are great, great powers, perhaps even gods, at work here. 
simply based on the circumstances of what was happening when the mists barreled forward like you said they did. It would seem as if they were either trying to swallow him up or perhaps save him. I, I don't know. But it is very unusual indeed, isn't it? Mm. And we believe it was Crowley that was following him. It Merlin was not the only one to go into the mists, I don't think. Uh, this King Crowley, would he be a sorcerer, more wizardy, like, or is he... How many class levels does he have? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> is he more magic or martial? Like, what what is known about him and his fighting style? Because I'm pretty sure it was his goons that did all of the stuff in our view of Merlin's parents uh, getting killed. In truth, there are not many who have entered battle with him and survived to tell the tales of his strategies. From what I understand, he is at the top tier. He is Azalyn Rex's right-hand man, so to speak, even though, to be quite frank, Azalyn Rex has no need for any henchman. But he is a die-hard loyalist who believes in his king. He is, however, known for his extensive use of magic, yes. But, like I said, don't make assumptions and think he is incapable of using a sword. I am, I am not truly sure. But tales of his magic have been told. In the mists, we saw a, a vision of Ken Crowley levitating Merlin's adoptive parents up and sucking the life out of them with necrotic energy. So, if that is a, if that is what he does in casual conversation, I am not sure what to expect onwards from that. I mean, he, he is the henchman. And his henchmen managed to, I mean, take me down in practically one hit. It's a lot of power. I'm just it saying. Is. It is. Uh, what's the Weaver's Guild? Uh, in the Weaver's Guild, we happened to stop by. We noticed that it's kind of been ransacked. Um, I'm not exactly sure who could have done it, but I. But a part of me wonders: Would the Cargatane? or Cargat, or the Rex Crown, want anything to do with the Weaver's Guild in any way, shape, or form. Wasn't that just one farm and it was the Grimishkas? It was the Grimishkas, but I'm just wondering if there was something greater at play. He shrugs. There's no way to be sure, of course, but yes, from what uh, you've described, it sounds to me as if the Weaver's Guild abandoned their farms due to the fact that the mist was growing so close. Hmm. After that, the farms likely got overrun by creatures. I'm actually more curious about the status of Aslan Rex and the reach of his supply. It seems clear that he was communicating, or at least somebody in Darkon was communicating with Dr. DeClaude Hindfroth in Dominium. This is clearly across a mist, and clearly we were brought here by... A mist talisman born of his henchmen with a letter clearly designed that knew where it was going. There seems to be a stable way to transit these mists. 
and somebody other than a mistraveler in our presence has that ability. What perhaps or who perhaps would we investigate to find out more about this? That is perhaps one of the most important questions of all. Certainly one that has plagued my thoughts for quite some time now. Like I said, I have made enemies of very powerful people throughout my years, but never, ever before have I ever been pursued so relentlessly and by such great powers. I am very curious to know who wants me out of the picture. Unfortunately, my reputation does precede me. There are there is no question amongst the Dark Lords that if the hour of ascension truly is upon us and the domains of dread are in danger, the stability in danger, that yes, I will do everything in my power to stop that from happening. So it does not surprise me in the least that I am hunted, but such relentlessness, I... And now this letter, this BM, this MR, this... I believe finding out who wants me dead so badly and who's truly behind the hunt for me, I believe finding that out will lead to many other answers. Perhaps more questions as well. This is what confuses me, sir. You said if they want you dead, Heinfroth could have destroyed you at any point. That is true. The letter seems to suggests that Heinfroth was content with the role that he played in my downfall. It sounds almost as if his role was the destruction of my mind, and that others are meant to play the role of my true executioner. Knowing what I know about Dr. Heinfroth, it Honestly, does not leave me surprised that he was content with simply destroying my psyche. I believe finding out who this BM is will be most valuable information indeed. Well, I mean, considering the circumstance in which we found it, I mean, we found it off Adolescent Colin, right? <laughs> the letter? Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, do we need to go back to the asylum to figure things out, to get more information? Perhaps more information's on the second floor. <laughs> mm. <laughs> if not that, then we definitely need to go to Nevachar, or Nevachar, I believe, um, and get information from the elves, um, sort out more about what Ezra is and all about. I feel like that's kind of necessary to get a better... Lay of the land? Yes, picking the brains of the elves of the Nevertar Springs is, is definitely high on my list of priorities. Like I said, it, was, it is what I was trying to achieve before the myths decided to spit me out onto the material plane. Also, we must find out what Aslan Rex knows, what role he plays in all this. And of course, this BM in this letter, why Dark Lords would seemingly work together to come to a to a similar goal it is all very strange and uh, somewhat overwhelming and after this fairly long 
conversation. Dr. Van Richten rises to his feet to kind of stretch his legs, you know. He walks over to one of Amelia Wigglebrick's windows to let in some fresh air. Like pulls the curtain back, opens the window. It's a cool night. Sea breeze that sweeps through Martira Bay seems unusually sweet tonight. Sky outside is clear. Stars are sparkling like diamond dust on black velvet. Amber light of the moon makes the darkness seem a little less intimidating than usual. But suddenly, the color that so recently returned to Van Richten's haggard face drains away. Van Richten lets out this loud gasp. He makes a gesture of protection, looking as much like a ghost as a living man in this moment. He flings his arm up to point at a figure outside the window in the streets and shouts, It's him! As the old doctor's legs buckle and he falls unconscious to the floor with a thud. Your eyes all dart over to where Van Richten was pointing off in the streets, but all you see is a swirl of mist that gets blown away by the sea breeze in the air. What do you do? So Lash is going to, uncharacteristically, uh, go up to Van Richten, um, a look of what you would presume to be genuine worry crosses his face that seems to be crossed with like a frustration. And he looks over Van Richten and sort of mutters to himself. He's like, after all that up talking I did to you, you do not do this now. <laughs> yeah. Lenar is seeing if there's any spells or medical things that have happened to him, like what's going on. And like, even just falling, he's not physically 100%. So Broken hips, sure. bruised head. Yeah. No. Um. While, while the two of you go to check on Van Richten, Tess is going to dash out into the street. If there's something that's spooked Van Richten so much, I, Tess wants to get a lay of the land. And Luster will probably chase after Tess. But like, we stay in at least pairs. Let's go. I like it. Let's do. A perception from either Lustra or Tess. We can do it with advantage. There are two of you out there. Cool, yeah. Uh, 21. 21 is pretty, pretty good. You see nothing in particular. You hear nothing. No weird smells, anything like that. All you see is this little swirl of mist kind of being blown away by the cool sea breeze that's moving through the streets of Martira Bay, the moonlight. It's almost like suspiciously lingering in that spot where Van Richten pointed to, you know, like there's a a moonbeam almost right in that spot. But there's nothing there at all. Nothing at all. How about a medicine check from inside? Ugh. 
I should have ran outside. Damn it, Tess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Hey, let's switch. Oh, thank you, Dice. That's an 18. With an 18, not only can you determine that not much is wrong with Van Richten, he just literally seems like he was in so much shock so quickly that he literally just passed out. A little bump to his head, but nothing that requires immediate attention. You actually managed to wake your mentor up with with ease, really. He is still pale. He's cold. He's kind of gasping. He's shaking. And throughout the shaking, he manages to say, I can scarce believe what I have seen this night. In all my years... I have seen nothing that holds for me the horror of that one creature. I know now the name of the enemy that I must confront, the enemy that hunts me so relentlessly. And it is a name that I am slow to utter, for the evil about it is so great that one cannot speak of it without dirtying one's soul. My foe is none other than Baron Metis, the vampire who, so many years ago, killed my beloved son, Erasmus. <gasps> Oh, shut up. Oh. And I'm afraid you're going to have to hold your breath for a week. Son of a bitch. Jeez. Well, if there wasn't willingness before, there's willingness now. <laughs> is Erasmus still here? Erasmus is probably in the corner just, just flipping off. <laughs> He's drawn, yeah, he's drawn like a spectral image of this vampire and he's peeing on it. <laughs> <laughs>